Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 86. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian, and everyone listening to us out there. And today we've got some special guests. We've uh, got Michael Hyken. Hello. I'm here with my seasonal allergy head cold thing. So. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, welcome. And also back with us is Dwayne Steele. Uh, greetings and salutations to all those out there in Star Wars Collector Podcast land. <laughs> yeah, you are so, being graced, graced with my presence again. Yes. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I know the last time we tried to do a vintage podcast, which is what this is going to be about, uh, Dwayne forgot about it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's right, he was eating dinner out somewhere. Mm-hmm. I was out on a about date, <laughs> which is very rare when you're... 25 years married (laughs) once a year it was my once a year date was it was it your uh anniversary uh i probably not oh okay it was in uh, august i think or something like that i had my summer wife my wife is a teacher so we we have when school's out we call her my summer wife where i actually get to spend time with her (laughs) (laughs) we can stay out past 10 o'clock All right, uh, since uh, since we have guests, we always like to let them go first on what they've gotten recently. Uh, Dwayne, what have you gotten recently? Well, uh, starting basically, I guess, 30 days from, from this week uh, was uh, the end of March. The last uh, weekend in March was the Lexington Comic and Toy Convention in Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, they had uh, several... Uh, Star Wars autograph guests, um, and just so happened they had two that I uh, had not uh, uh, obtained before. Uh, I am a moderate Star Wars autograph collector. I, I get them when I have the opportunity, and of course I only get uh, vintage collection action figures uh, autographed. So if there's no action figure of that particular character, then I... I pass on the autograph the big one that i was excited to get was uh giancarlo esposito uh as some of you may know he plays moff gideon on the uh, mandalorian uh, tv series on disney plus and uh, was able to of course get his autograph on the newer newer uh wave of figures that had the moff gideon figure in it uh, and then a throwback autograph that uh, I obtained was uh, a gentleman named Mick, Nick Malley. Uh, he, uh, for those who don't know, was uh, an original uh, uh, designer, uh, creator uh, for the uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi um, a creature, uh, one of the creature guys in the creature shop. Uh, and he... Uh, worked on uh, and created the Yoda puppets uh, for the movies and, uh, you know, had a big, big part in, in creating Yoda's look along with uh, uh, the other uh, creature shop uh, people there. So uh, he's actually, he calls himself the Yoda guy. Uh, he travels around with a uh, uh, replica of one of the puppets not one of the originals of course but those are in the Lucasfilm archives so uh, but it was really neat to see that to see up close what what a puppet you know latex puppet from that uh, uh, 
movie would have looked like, and I got him to sign a Yoda action figure, uh, which actually was one of the original trilogy collection Yodas. Uh, so I got those two autographs. Also, uh, finally got uh, my uh, Amazon exclusive The Vintage Collection Bad Batch four-pack of figures. Uh, those are all clone troopers uh, who appeared in the Bad Batch uh, animated series. Um, they weren't actually the Bad Batch, unfortunately, but they were uh, different uh, clones who had unique, uh, of course, armor and uh, names. Uh, yeah, it would have been better if it had been the actual Bad Batch. Yeah, it, it would have, yes. <laughs> and, and those may still be, be coming, I hope, maybe during se Season 2. Um, we'll finally get them in, in the 3 and 3 quarter inch scale. Um, but uh, that, regardless, those clone troopers, even though uh, some of them are repaints, they're still really cool in the first appearance of those characters on a card back. Uh, one of them was a Captain Rex, actually, but it was a, it was a new design, a new sculpt for him. I um, also finally got my Vintage Collection Navarro Cantina playset from Hasbro Pulse. Uh, I had ordered it, of course, like many of you, way back last fall. And uh, they finally came in stock, I guess, maybe for the second or third time for Hasbro Pulse. Because I know uh, a lot of people had already received them uh, a month or two ago. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, if you haven't seen it uh uh, I would recommend it. It's got some play value to it. Uh, and I did open it and pull, pull it out of the box just to get the exclusive action figure that's inside of it out uh, to add him with my, you know, regular action figure collection. Uh, it was a, uh, uh, not Dark Trooper, but the, uh, help me out here, Brian, what, what is the other Black Armored Troopers that... that uh, it's uh, Death Trooper. Death Trooper, yes. It's a carded Death Trooper in the Vinge collection. And finally, uh, was able to uh, pick up a uh, uh, shout-out, of course, to the uh, ICCC Vintage Buy, Sell, Trade Facebook group. Pick up a uh, Vintage Kenner Droid Factory set that was incomplete, but I could tell from the pictures that it had all of the parts and pieces in it that I needed to complete the set that I already had. So I was able to pick it up for $100, which is not a bad price, even for an incomplete set. Uh, take the two, combine them, make myself a very nice, complete set of uh, the Vintage Cleaner Droid Factory uh, with instructions and a box and everything, and still had enough parts and pieces left over to turn around and, and still have an incomplete set that I'm going to put back up for sale uh, and maybe uh, recoup some of my money. So was very pleased with that because uh, you know trying to search out those pieces individually. Uh, mm -hmm. would have been very especially difficult. those pegs. Yes, <laughs> yes, the pegs and the orange tubing and all of that. Uh, the axles for the uh, wheels were, yeah. were something that. So was now you have a full complete one. I have a full complete set, and I even have an extra complete R two D two with the uh, third leg. Nice. Yeah, I have that. I'm just missing a few little pieces here and there. Yep. Well, I've got one for sale. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was what I picked up this month, either from sort of a back order, you know, uh, situation. Of course, thanks, Carl. You were the one who got me the Amazon Bad Batch four-pack, so I appreciate that. Um, no problem. 
and uh, was glad I got to go to that uh, convention and get those autographs. All it actually right. kind of worked out by me ordering two of those, one for me and one for you, because a lot of people, they just, you know, shipped them the white Miller box and slapped the label on it. They put both of ours in a box, so ours, it doesn't have a shipping label on it, huh. on the white box. Yeah, mine has a shipping label. <laughs> That's what almost everybody said that ordered one. They have a shipping label. It's like back in the old days when you actually, yeah, used to get your one thing with, with your name and address label on it. Whether it was yeah. Boba Fett with rocket firing action or, uh, yeah, all of those mail-in figures and everything. All you, when Even the early bird sets, when you see them, you know, the mailing boxes a lot of times have still have the shipping label on them for the original owner. Mm-hmm. All right, is that all you got? Yeah, yeah okay. that was all I got. Mike, what'd you get? Well, Dwayne brought up uh, meeting... Uh, Nick Maley, and if you go on to YouTube and search Nick Maley, you'll see his YouTube uh, page, and he has a lot of interesting videos there you might want to check out. So I just thought I'd bring that up first. Excuse me. And uh, the only thing that I've gotten uh, recently is the HasLab Razorcrest. That was the last thing that I I have uh, uh, received. Nice. Yeah. It was, uh, it came in and, uh, I think I was one of the first people to to get it in the club. Um, and the weird thing is, is I backed it with two weeks to go, <laughs> and I I didn't pay for shipping. I used the free shipping, so <laughs> I I got it. And it was in perfect condition, and and uh, it's a marvelous thing. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, every, I, every picture I've seen of it, it does look amazing. <laughs> I, I sent a picture in the chat. I see it. Yeah, that is pretty cool. It comes with four carbonite blocks. Yes, yes. Uh, All the panels and everything open. And yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. Didn't you say something on that was kind of like your retirement from modern collecting somewhat when you somewhat, got that? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's um, what I thought. Yeah, that's the last. So that's the last thing that I've uh, that I've you know purchased, and I purchased it almost two years ago now. Yeah, so, wow. <laughs> yeah. So was, was there any? Is there anything modern though that would, that would bring you back to want to collect again if they released it? I do have on pre-order. I got uh, Figurin Dawn. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm still collecting the Vintage Collection Double Racetrack first movie figures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, as long as they're in the movie. Uh, Rumor is they're going to release the whole band. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it's going to be in one of those white mailers, yeah. something like that. Or, or maybe they're going to do a cantina. I hope not. Yeah, cantina. I hope they do the whole cantina set or cantina. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very tempted by that, uh, but that's the last. That's the uh, the only thing that I have recently. Okay, I'm kind of. That's pretty cool because I, <laughs> I, I keep like you know I, I'm like I want stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I I mean I can afford it. I've got the money, but I just don't have the space. Yeah, I understand that. I had this one like this open area on the entertainment center, and that became my Mandalorian display. So I have my Art of books, one and two, on either side of it. Because so. while I like having, I mean, I would have liked having the Razor Crest. I would really like to have had Jabba's Sail Barge. Oh, yeah. I didn't get that. Still kicking myself about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Dwayne got it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Mint in box. Yep. I've got one. <laughs> yeah, it's mint in box. <laughs> all right. Have you opened it's, it at all? Um, No, actually. 
Mm. I would recommend opening up the Razor Crest just because of all the problems I've seen online with people. Uh-huh. You know, pieces missing, pieces wrong, not fitting, broken. Yeah, I was watching a, uh, just this last week, watching an unboxing of the Razor Crest. It was the guy that's from the Mythbusters TV show. Yes. Uh, uh, and, oh, he was driving me crazy because he's like, he was acting like he was about six years old. Because he was taking things and trying to jam them into the slots and everything. I'm like, oh, you're going to break it. Yeah, he's very, really, pretty rough and with he it. Was, he actually got like his, his multi-tool out and was like trying to pry things open. <laughs> I thought, man. So how hard was it to put all the weapons uh, in the weapons locker? I've heard it's, yeah, difficult. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Uh, I had to get April. She has smaller hands than me, and she was able uh-huh. to get them in there. It took a while, yeah. though. Once they're in there, they're in there, though. They're not coming out because <laughs> it's a pain in the butt to put those in that gun cabinet. But they look great with the doors mm-hmm. open. Uh, was that all? Okay, you said that was all you got? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Carl. <laughs> I've picked up a few things, but nothing Star Wars, so I have nothing to share this this month, unfortunately. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'll see how you are. Was all, they're, all, they're all monster horror related, so I'm sorry. Nothing Star Trek, don't worry. I'm not cheating on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I got a Black Series Omega figure. And I've cut down a lot on Black Series figures. Just because there's been a lot of like clone troopers. And yeah. I'm I'm getting tired of them just putting some more paint on it and saying, "Oh, look, this is a different version." <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. I got a. Speaking of VHS earlier, I got a VHS tape from Star wow. Wars to Jedi: The Making of a Saga. Oh, it's a good one. It is a good one. <laughs> <clears throat> Where did you pick that up at? I got that off of a guy that I met at a yard sale huh? last year. Uh, he. Yeah mentioned last year that he was interested in possibly selling some stuff and so i was like oh okay well i gave him my phone number and i said well you know call me if you you know get stuff out or whatever and i you know i just after that it was like seven eight months later probably i thought i'd forgotten about it and then he texted me and he's like are you interested and i was like yeah He's like, okay, I'm getting the stuff ready. And, of course, this is still a long process. It's still, you know, a couple months it took at least, maybe longer. And uh, so finally I got to go over there this past Sunday. And he had uh, he had decided to, for now to keep his vintage stuff. So all he had was basically modern stuff. So I didn't, uh, I didn't get any of that stuff for the most part. Um, I did get this VHS tape and then also got three Star Wars Insider magazines that I was missing. It was numbers 89, 90, and 159. How I was missing 159, I don't know. I must have had a lapse and, you know, missed that one issue. I'm still missing a bunch from the early days. Like, uh, oh, like numbers three through, you know, seven, in the 70s. Some some of the early ones. Is that what it was, the Lucasfilm fan club? Yeah, Lucasfilm Fan Club was like, what was that, all the way up until like 20 or something? Yeah. yeah. Sounds right. When it was half and half like Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. That's when I liked it past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's Landers. not as good now. Willow. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, also, I got some X-Wing ships. I got uh, the Razor Crest uh, and the Gauntlet wow. Fighter. Uh, these are X-Wing miniatures from the tabletop game. And they just come out with the Razor Crest. And the Gauntlet Fighter is like a... Uh, I'm trying to think. A big Fang Fighter is all I can say. If you've seen Rebels and the Clone Wars cartoons, then you know what I'm talking about. They uh, they were on there. The, yeah. the Gauntlet okay. Fighter would hold like you know ten people, whereas the Fang Fighter is just a one person fighter. I think it's one person or maybe two. Okay. Also picked up a Triple Zero mini bust, and Triple Zero is the droid that looks kind of like C3PO. He's an he's a protocol droid, and uh, he's yeah. from Doctor Afra comic book. Uh, have you guys seen that? Oh yeah. Okay. I have seen that. I just want to make sure. And plus, everybody out there may not have may not have a clue who Triple Zero is. Yeah. And, there's also a Black Series figure and even a three and three quarter inch figure. There, there is no there. Black Series. There is a three and three quarter inch, but it's only in that three pack. Yeah, it's from, like a Comic San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exclusive. Yep. Yeah, and he's an assassin droid. So, uh, and then of course there's an astromech called BT One. That's his partner, <laughs> and they both worked for Afra for a while. Basically, someone said, "What would happen if C-3PO and R2D2 were evil?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. <clears throat> and that's all I got. So we'll go on to meeting news. So coming up this weekend, which I'm going to, is the Imperial Commissary Collectors Convention. It's April the 29th through May the 1st, and there will be a lot of people. Yeah, there will be, uh, let's see, Ian McDermott's coming, and Anthony Daniels, as well as a host of other people. Um, Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, Ashley Eckstein. James Aaron Taylor. Matt, Matt Lanter. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the one that played Satine. We announced yep. her on here. Uh, shoot, what is her name? I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank right now. I used to have all that <laughs> stuff right at hand. Yeah. So you're not going, Mike? No, I'm not going. Oh, okay. I tried to get Carl to go, too. Yeah. <clears throat> if, you live, if you live in Louisville, you can just drive down there and come back home for the night and then drive back down. And... <laughs> yeah, what is that, like three and a half hours? You sleep in your own bed. <laughs> Yeah, Saturday's the, the day to be there. <laughs> yeah. And from what I understand, the room sales are legendary. Yes. I mean, we took over the entire lobby of the hotel last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Anna Graves. Anna Graves. Anna Graves, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, you know, of course, I've only experienced room sales at the Star Wars Celebration conventions. And those those were pretty pretty intense pretty pretty crowded and everything but you know a lot of stuff that was way out of reach of of the normal collector as far mm-hmm. as price and 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 all of that so uh, it sounds like the uh, iccc uh room sales maybe are more down to earth i was yeah. at uh yeah i would say that cele- i was at celebration five room sales and guy had an r2d2 vintage r2d2 from australia and I said, how much do you want for that? He goes, oh, I'll take 2K. I was like, ooh, I'll just set that one down. 
<laughs> they haven't gotten any better. Wow. Back <laughs> then it was 2000? Chicago was... 2000. Yeah. Yeah, the Chicago celebration, the room sales was... Everybody had German and Japanese and this and that, and prototypes and everything, and just wanted, you know, in which if you're a collector that's looking for that, that's not stuff you're going to find out on the floor, the actual dealer floor. Oh, yeah. Because uh, those guys don't really you know, uh, dealing that stuff as much, the, the regular dealers like Brian's toys and whatnot, but, uh, yeah. well, like all those show. go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say at Celebration 5, Dwayne got that, uh, Takara R2-D2. Yep. Yeah. Takara R2-D2 still in the baggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 125, I think I paid for it. Yeah. Which I thought back then, I thought that was high, but now, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. you're probably looking at a thousand. Could be. Yeah. I haven't checked lately. In, in working order with still the, the good paint app and, and stickers and everything on it. Uh, it could be. So, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, that by the time everyone hears this podcast, this, this ICCC con may be already over. I uh, don't know how soon this podcast is going to be out. But uh, you still have plenty of time to come and join us if you're in the northeastern Kentucky area. Come and join us for our Ashland, Kentucky Star Wars Collectors Club meeting, Ashland region. Uh, everyone's welcome from across the river in southeastern Ohio, uh, southwestern West Virginia. Uh, come and just you know get on the Facebook and... Uh, Search us out, KSWCC, uh, and uh, we can get you the details as to where it's it's being held and what time to be there, and we'd love to have any guest or visitor. Uh, and uh, this past meeting was great. I think we've had all of the current active members there for the first time in probably more than a year uh, due to, you know, of course, COVID restrictions and, and different uh, you know, not, activities not all that all of, of us have. Well, Chris wasn't ended up not being able to make it. Stephanie but he was and Bo wasn't there either. Oh, well, yeah. I guess I, I didn't, <laughs> didn't realize they weren't there. No. <laughs> Close to it. They they Close had, they had Easter, hunt, Easter egg hunting to do that uh-huh. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think I, I was tickled to death because, like I said, there were seven of us there, I think, which may seem like a small number, but we've never really had a big group here in Ashland. Uh, but uh, we had uh, uh, our newest, uh, he's been a member off and on, but our newest member, David Rigsby, was there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, all of us old guys that have been coming for, what, 11, 12 years now? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> my son Wesley was there and he's been coming since he was about three and he's or three or four probably and he's 22 now so maybe more than 11 or 12 years <laughs> oh years go back quickly <laughs> right. yeah they do yeah our club is what 25 or 20 is it 20 or 25 Next year, 2023 would be the 20th anniversary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been here uh, since the beginning. Uh, <laughs> uh, I watched myself grow old. Uh, right. <laughs> 20 years. Well, it's still going strong, and that's the great thing about it. 
you know, we have a lot of original members. We have members that have only been here half of that time, and uh, we're still trying to, to get new members. So yeah. uh, not to be, you know, hijacking the podcast here, but, yeah, Case Walk is, is a great group to, to be a part of. Or any of the state or, or local Star Wars clubs, I strongly encourage, you know, if you're a collector and you really want to have friends that, are, that share your interests, you know, Search out those groups. Got to get in the community. Yep. Yes. Yeah, we got a swap meet in June. June 18th yep. in meet. Frankfurt. Yes. Yes. Frankfurt, Kentucky, June 18th. Basically, most of the day afternoon usually starts around noon and goes until 5 or 6 o'clock. Uh, lots of stuff. It's almost like the room, room sales that we were just talking about. People bring, clear out their closets and bring it and and we uh, buy, sell, and trade, uh, and uh, have a good time visiting with each other. And uh, you can make some money, or you can spend some money, or, or both. Mm-hmm. We got <laughs> a lot of guys. Yeah, we got a you new can guy. Make some money to spend some money. <laughs> we got a new guy this past week too. That guy that I bought that stuff off of, he's joined the club too. Oh yeah, oh, wow. is that who that was? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's see into more general news um who wrote that who was that that was me you? i just okay <laughs> don't know how, how it's kind of new news uh that uh and it's uh kind of a surprise to me that ewan mcgregor has has announced or mm-hmm. they've announced ewan mcgregor is going to be a guest at the star wars celebration in anaheim coming up uh memorial day weekend uh, the big shock though is that <laughs> i guess it shouldn't be a shock but uh, he's going to be signing, doing autographs and photo ops for two of those four days. And, but if you want Sold. something from him, you better dig deep. $300. He sold out. Yes. Yep. 300 for either an autograph or a photo, not for both. And if you want any kind of uh, inscription or whatever, it's an extra $200. What? Yes. If you just want him to say to Mike, even McGregor, it's five hundred dollars. <laughs> My gosh! Wow. <laughs> and I thought Christopher Lloyd was being greedy, wanting twenty-five more dollars to put to Carl. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I guess that's what whew. it's going to be from here on out. If we ever, you know, us autograph collectors really want to get these names that we're missing, these people that we are missing from our collection. We're going to, you know, I mean, we all know, uh, most for the most part, that like Harrison Ford, if he ever does autograph signings, are like twelve, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, but now Mark Hamill, who is arguably the maybe the second most famous, if not the most famous Star Wars character actor, uh, still is in the one hundred to one fifty range at most of his conventions. Uh, so I, I don't know. I just don't get it. Wasn't he? Wasn't he, three hundred or something at the last celebration? I thought he was two hundred. Uh, he may have, he may have jumped up that much. Uh, I know he was only one 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 hundred or one twenty five when I met him and got got my autograph from him. So yeah, but they've all autographs. I'm also a, a sports autograph collector, um, and everybody is just going. You know, all of the autograph guests are just going crazy. Well, I mean, I spent. Eighty dollars for for uh, Giancarlo Esposito uh, at the 
Lexington Con, and I thought that was kind of high, considering he's only, you know, been in this one series. Um, well, what we spend on Cesar I, Geronimo? Cesar was a hundred and yeah, hundred even, yeah, for the Cincinnati Reds, uh, uh, big red machine, and they're all charged that what, much now. Yeah. What year I was? I met John Carlos when he was. Um, he also plays Gus on Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, and I had him sign up. Uh, Gus figurine, and I think he was either 40 or 50 when I met him, but it's been many, many, many years yeah. since he signed that. But now he's reasonable because he's only 85 at the Star Wars Celebration, so he's only five more dollars than he was here locally in Lexington, mm-hmm. which to me, that's that's appropriate. Well, at ICCC, uh, Anthony Daniels is only 100, and Ian McDiarmid is only 100. Mm-hmm. And they're more than that at Celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the celebration organizers either are having to pay them more to appear or are just telling them this is how much we think you can get. You or know, they're just taking money off the top. <laughs> they want to yeah, they want to keep maybe want to keep the lines down, you know. That's one way to control, you know, make sure you don't have uh, excessive lines. Maybe you're you mm-hmm. know, say you only want to offer 300 autographs a day. So to make you money back, you got to charge three hundred dollars per per autograph. Yeah, I know some of these celebrities that go to the conventions and stuff. They they want a contract that that will assure them that they're going to make a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. So they'll have to you know price things according to that. So. Yeah. But I saw that uh, Mark Hamill posted he won't be at Celebration. Yeah, I saw that. He's actually filming the movie. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look forward to that. Good for him. So yeah, I mean that was news to me. News in the in the collecting community. Um, I don't think there's been any announcements in the last week or two of new new figures or new uh, ships or anything coming out. When was the last time we got a new ship? I mean, my goodness. A new besides ship? the Razor I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and Star Wars. I don't remember. <laughs> Wasn't it like our best of 2021? We only had two ships to even choose from, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. It was like Poe Dameron's X-Wing or something like that, and then the, uh, I forget what else it was, but... Oh, the Blue Leader X-Wing. I yeah, think that was the Blue Leader X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was wonder... Antoc Merrick. Yes. I wonder if Hasbro's going to be at Celebration, and if they're going to announce any exclusives anytime soon. You would Ooh. think so, but... <laughs> April the 7th was when they announced that uh, Figure and Dan and the re-release of Shay, uh, whatever her name is. Bizla. Bizla, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Mandalorians. Okay, so that's this month, yeah. Lando, the one from Solo. Or actually, no, it's from a video game. It's from Sorry. a video game, but he looks like the outfit yeah. that he was wearing at the end of the Solo movie. And the Death Trooper 4-pack and Saul Guerrero. Uh, let's see, what else was there? The Arc Trooper Jesse, Mandalorian Super Commando Captain, Death Watch Airborne Trooper, uh, uh, Black Series, uh, Darth Vader Infinites, in, or Infinities, Princess Leia Organa, the Comic Pack, uh, Sergeant Creel, and then the Trapper Wolf Electronic Helmet like what can we repaint and put out again mm-hmm. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that that Mandalorian helmet, you know, either Boba Fett, Mandalorian, or <laughs> you know, they've re released that thing like fifty times. Yeah, surprisingly, haven't done a uh, Bo Katan because they could use that for her and uh, mm -hmm. Cosca Reeves and even Sabine if they wanted to. True. I'm just giving them ideas now. <laughs> Hasbro, if you're listening, which I know you're not. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to our topic, which is the vintage '77 backs, and actually, I threw in the two '79 backs as well. Uh, let's see. The first one on our list is the B-wing pilot. It uh, retail priced for two ninety nine, and comes with a blaster the I guess they call it the indoor blaster and don't really see any kind of variations but its first card appearance was of course on the 77 back it also was on the power of the force also yes so there is a coin out there yes. available for the A-wing or B-wing pilot I'm sorry I actually have that one on the card mm -hmm. on, the, on the power of the force card and you know what's really funny is I have that's the only, that's one that I have two vintage card Star Wars figures. That's one of the two. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> and this is why I got it. Hills, Hills had a yeah had a huge <laughs> bin of them. Yeah, it was nothing but them. Oh my gosh, we got it at the same place. We might have yeah. been there the same day. I think I bought four or five of them because I opened up a bunch and you know had my own little army of B-wing pilots. <laughs> I think I bought two and ended up trading one, which I wish now I'd have kept it too. But, but um, yeah, it was heels. It was yeah. like one of those dump bins, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah I had. It wasn't like a big, big square box. Yeah. Okay, so we know that Carl got it. Uh, how about you, Mike? Did you? Uh... Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, we didn't have a hills around here, so. Uh... Oh really? <laughs> oh man, no. you missed out. Hills is where the toys were. Mm -hmm. That's what I that heard. Even their slogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have that one when I was uh, growing up. That was one of those famous flea market finds. I found one in the '90s, because um, at that point I had gotten out of collecting and everything, so I didn't have most of the end of the line. Uh, but I found it at the flea market. It was in perfect condition, perfect shape. Uh, at the blaster, so yeah, I have him now. Not the most exciting figure, but <laughs> I think that's. I was going to say one of the reasons I think you find them in such good shape is not really the most exciting figure to play with. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I was going to say in in all of my years now of uh, you know going to conventions and toy shows and collectible shows, he's probably the most common. Carded, fig, carded vintage figure that you'll see out there mm -hmm. uh, still on the card. Uh, probably because of <laughs> all the <Yeah>. dope bins. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they did straight case packs of him or something. Yeah, yeah. that's what it sounds like. But I don't think <laughs> or either nobody just wanted the poor guy. Right, <laughs> probably. Because, <laughs> like Lando now? <laughs> yeah, yes, not Land real sure whether he was released before or after the B-Wing ship was released, but uh, um yeah, I mean, it's one of those deals where why do you want a B-Wing pilot when you don't have the ship that he goes in, maybe? Yeah. Uh, or the, maybe the ship was too expensive to where, you know, at that time, you know, people, parents weren't getting the kids the ship, so therefore the kids didn't want the pilot. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, this is also, I'm, I'm like Mike, uh, uh, 
he and I are just a few years, a couple of years older than, than Carl and then a, a few years older than you, Brian. Uh, we were already, you know, focused on girls by the time these figures were coming out. So, no. <laughs> we were focused on our education, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I didn't pick this one up until I was uh, uh, a, uh, a reborn collector. This came in out the in early, early 1984. 90s. Yes, so I, I probably picked it up in the early '90s when I was starting to rebuild or to to add on to my vintage collection. Yeah. Um, early to to late '90s. Yeah, because sometime in the '90s, I would say. Yeah, like you said, I'm a few years younger than you guys, and in eighty in 1984, I was ten. Yeah. Yeah. I was already a junior in high school. <clears throat> so they got. Uh, they did come out with a B-Wing pilot in the new vintage collection. So, they at least they've re-released it mm -hmm. at some point. Sure. I know and we're he looking. He now, too, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, crap. What is his name? I can't remember. It's actually in the yeah. X-Wing miniatures game. It starts with an F. I can't remember his name. But uh, anyway, we'll find out. I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. Um, so, do you guys have the new one too? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do too. All right. So let's see. The next one is Han Solo in the trench coat, and he has all the same, you know, same details as far as card back and price. And he came with the DL44 heavy blaster. And of course, a trench coat. And there's trench coat variations, different variations of the way it was made. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look here and see what the differences are. It's kind of like the collar. One of them's just plain light brown, where the other one actually continues the pattern of the camouflage brown mixed in. So, and the the head looks a little bit different too on them. It's almost like uh, one of them has not been in the sun very much. <laughs> He's really white. <laughs> yeah, my photo references. Um, it, it actually appears that uh, the what you would almost call the small collar trench coat is more of a brownish color, uh, and the large collar is sort of a greenish color. Um, yeah. And it's like you said, it's a plain collar, whereas the smaller collar ha still has the camo pattern on it. So it's made out of the same material as the coat. Yeah, my two pictures here show that they, the size of them looks the same. It's, I guess, mm -hmm. just kind of okay. a, a, maybe a, an illusion, just because one of them has... Optical illusion, yeah. yeah. But then again, I don't have it, you know, really in front of me, so I don't know. This is the one figure you don't want to drop in the woods because you will lose it. <laughs> <clears throat> it's funny you talk about that in that trench coat. I think this is a really great sculpted figure, mm -hmm. and you don't see that because of his big trench coat he's mm -hmm. wearing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I had this one when I was a kid. Um, did any of you guys have it? I didn't have this one. No. Okay, so you all got it nope. later then. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, this but one that was one of my it was one of my first reactions too when I remember picking it up. I thought, man, this guy is just sculpted really good, and it, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just they 
I just it just when I look back <clears throat> at these now, it just amazes my mind how for that time frame how good they were doing with sculpting mm-hmm. on those figures. Yeah, I got the uh, uh, Ewok Village, so my parents had bought this for me as well. Okay. All those other ones with it. Yeah. And of course, they have re-released this one too in the vintage collection somewhere. Yeah. With his skinny, skinny legs. And he's had he's had a he's had a couple of um, he's had a re-release POA versions too as well. Yeah. And they even re-released the that vintage collection one as well uh, here within the last year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. On this one, I, I found the camouflage one at the flea market that I go to. Then the same day, I went to the Great Escape and I found the one with the plain lapels. So oh, nice. I got both both of them on one day. Oh, that's awesome. I only have one of them, and I, to be honest, I don't know which one I got. <laughs> I've never paid attention. I was attention. thinking the same thing. I'm not sure which one I have either. <laughs> uh, let's see, so what are your opinions on this figure? Do you do you like the way that they made it? I've as already, already like, kind of bra- I know I've you bragged did. on a little bit already. So somebody else, go ahead. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, for the time, for it yeah. to have the soft goods like that was was uh, a bonus, mm-hmm. really. Um, but uh, and and honestly, I kind of remember when I was uh, trying to find mine. I think I got mine on eBay uh, or online, um, trying to find one with you know still with the trench coat. Um, you know, was a was a little harder than than some figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the weapon itself is just the the same one he's come with since the original release on solo so that wasn't that hard to get but uh yeah i'm with carl it's like you 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 see the actually if you do a search for han solo trench coat uh, most of them you'll find you know he's wearing the trench coat but there are also a lot of listings out there for just han solo figures that that is this figure without the coat um mm-hmm. so uh, either way it's it's a it's a nice figure but the the coat's very bulky uh, because their technology of being able to, you know, the cloth that was material that was available to them at the time uh, was limited, I suppose. Yeah, but if you look at the movie, it looked like it was bulky on him in the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we didn't always, in the, in the 80s and early 90s, didn't always have video reference you know, still shots to, to look at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't pay that much attention to it either. I didn't yeah, yeah. Yeah. when we were younger. Because even at this time in their manufacturing, a lot of these characters still didn't look like their screen, rep- you know, representations. Right. Your imagine, imagination did the, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> did the work. Yeah, we've also got, uh see, the next one is Princess Leia in the combat poncho. And she has a removable hel- helmet, belt, and a, you know, what do you call it? A cloak. <laughs> it's poncho. a green clamo. Yeah, poncho. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, it came with also the indoor blaster. And I don't really see any. They show two different figures here, but I don't really see the difference. I guess one of them has a more closed hand than the other. On her left hand? Yeah, that could be. So, yeah, that's probably what they're doing there. But that's just a mold problem. (laughs) (laughs) I hate whenever they do all these microscopic, you know, changes. (laughs) Like, you know, this one's different. Oh, this one's like the... I think me and Carl talked about this before. The 
yellow-haired Luke versus the brown-haired, and now they come up with the orange hair. Well, in my opinion, the brown hair just turned to orange. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, did any any of you guys have this one? In? I didn't have this one either. No. Okay. Nope. I, probably from here on out, you probably you guys didn't have any of these, did you? <laughs> A few, not many for me. Okay. Yeah. But we... I I do remember picking this one up at the flea market though, and I don't know if. Brian or Dwayne, do you all remember when Hex closed down and that building had a flea market for a short while no. downtown? Yeah. Okay, that's where yeah. I got that. Oh, like, downtown. <laughs> yes, I do remember yes. that. Okay, and it was a flea market for a short I got several figures n- near the end from that flea market. Mm-hmm. I, got, I already I had this one when I was a kid. so. And I still have all the, all the stuff that originally came with it. I didn't lose anything. But, uh, what do you guys think of this figure overall? I like it. Uh, I like that it has a removable helmet, whereas the Luke does not. Yes, <laughs> yes. that is a nice touch. <laughs> I like and they that repeated too. The, they repeated the same thing in the TVC. Yeah, I know. I didn't understand that either. Why they didn't give Luke a helmet, but that was removable. But yeah, this one, this one when the TVC was a Walmart exclusive, just like the Luke. Oh, okay. Did you get? Did you pick this one up in the TVC? Um, I think I did the original. Well, no, I got the original release. I know they they put her back out on a TVC card, but I have the original release. So the new one has a updated paint deco and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that one though. Yeah, I wonder if the reason this one they they went to the extra effort of having a removable helmet was because in the movie she actually takes her helmet off and leaves it, you know, where Could where be. her and her and Wicket had their first encounter yeah. and then they find it later and oh no where's Leia here's her helmet so that would be a play feature that you maybe could have yeah that makes sense you know repeated yeah. with the action figure yeah yeah whereas Luke I don't know that he ever takes his helmet off until you see him in his black Jedi outfit mm-hmm. okay uh let's see we'll go maybe on maybe he does <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice figure, though. It's to scale, you know, to with the rest of the figures, a shorter female figure, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the the cloth goods were an extra added bonus. Yeah, they did a lot of that in the Jedi line. Mm-hmm. Because early on in the, uh, you know, the modern Star Wars figures, we were getting plastic cloaks for some of these figures. Yeah. We still get plastic for a lot of them now. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally they come with, you know, the like the skirt for <laughs> Tarkin. I know where you're, I know where you're going. <laughs> Mine and Brian's biggest disagreement on if the Tarkin figure's a great figure or not. <laughs> Still stand by it, been a great figure. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. The next one is Pruneface, or mm. as he's also known as Oromarco. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. This weird names, and then he comes with uh, what looks like a an old time rifle. <laughs> yes, his yeah. gun is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost looks like a twenty two rifle or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it could be. Uh, let's see. No, I was gonna say it could be a bolt action, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had this one when I was a kid. 
Um, you know, surprisingly, I think this is one that I also picked up uh, towards the end of, you know, my collecting days. Uh, okay. I think I guess maybe I thought it looked cool or something. I don't know. I think I did, too. The biggest question was, was he a bad guy? I thought because he had an eye patch, he was automatically a bad guy, <laughs> a villain. So. I'm yeah. not real sure what he was, really. I mean, he was in Jabba's palace, so... Well, but they show pictures of his species with these cloaks over their heads sitting in, in the Rebel briefing, too, in Return of the oh, Jedi. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So he's technically considered one of the Rebel commandos that was yeah. on the ground because he's got camouflage in, in photo, you know, references. Uh, oh, okay. But for some reason, Kenner decided to do camouflage patterns on Leia and, and Han and, and Luke. But on this one, they just went with a plain brown robe or, or cape or whatever. Okay. And uh, So his, here's what this says. It says, mm -hmm. Drazilians originally maintain a peaceful presence in the galaxy, existing in isolation from all other races until the Empire threatens Pruneface's homeworld. This threat forces the people of Dressel to reluctantly join the Alliance to restore the Republic and eventually the New Republic. Yeah. So they were kind of forced into it. Drazilians. <laughs> You know, in that scene uh, in Jedi when uh, Han and Lando are talking to each other about the Falcon before they uh, make the trip to Endor. Oh, yeah. He walks by, see, doesn't he? Yeah, he walks up the ramp of the shuttle hmm. in the background. Yep. The faces face. going boom. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't do much damage with that twenty two rifle, though. No, he didn't. I can't imagine. <laughs> probably better against the Ewoks than it was against the Stormtroopers. As a matter of fact, I don't think you even see him on Endor when they get down there with the other Rebel soldiers. I think, I guess he just hung inside the ship. So, okay, <laughs> he guys, guarding the ship. The forest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, now we've got the Rancor Keeper, or Malakili, as he's also known as. Yep. And of course, he comes with his own staff. It's a Rancor Keeper Vibroblade. <laughs> And uh, his little hood, which is also removable. I've seen him come through my store a lot without the hood. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. I think I've got an extra one without a hood. Uh, yeah, I had this one as a kid. Uh, so anybody anybody have one? Yes. I did have oh, that okay. one because I had the Rancor monster as Me well. Me too. That's why I had it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the only... Because he, he's not that exciting of a figure, but if you had mm -hmm. the monster, you needed him too. See, I had him, but I didn't have the Rancor. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't have the Rancor. And it's so cool, too. It's still one of my favorite toys ever. I didn't get it until, like, two years ago or so. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I got it off of Jason sculpt. Stewart. The Rancor is such a neat sculpt. I like that figure. I like the way it stands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And it's so it's heavy duty plastic. It's like these these things will be here the test of time. Oh yeah, will be gone, and hundreds and hundreds of years from now, it'll still be around. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because Disney will still be making Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> and let's I believe see. Uh, I believe hey. that Cartback was the only one he appeared on. The Return of the Jedi, of the seventy-seven back. Yes, because I don't think he was on Power of the Force. Hmm. Um, they have not re released him, have they? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did they? Uh huh. 
I'm talking about my vintage collection. I want to say um, yes. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. But they they did do a really really nice one on that on that. I guess I think it was the Saga line for sure. Mm-hmm. If they did, I'm not remembering it and I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Because I have them all on my wall. <laughs> well, they may not. Was- Use a legacy collection. But yeah, legacy, oh, not okay. saga. Legacy, yeah. but that yeah, it's a nice one. They can <clears> take that one and put it on a vintage collection card, and yeah. I'd be cool with that. Yep. Um, let's see. Next, we've got Tebow, one of the Ewoks, and of course he's the light and dark gray striped one. You got the the oh, kind of animal skull on his head and a horn up on his around him, and then a staff. Battle horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh his headdress is sort of like a looks like a warthog type mm-hmm. animal. Just the top half of it. Like yeah, from pig the ears and top teeth up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they took the bottom jaw part off. Did you guys have these have this one? I did not have this one as a child. I did not either. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I didn't get I didn't any of these until any, I was in, yeah, was I didn't figure you'd have any of them. <laughs> <laughs> they were they I were did. the last bunch of figures other than the power of the force figures they were the last bunch of um figures that i ever went made the effort to buy with mm-hmm. the ewok figures yeah. or ewok characters not the ewok animated figures yes i, so, I had but, this one you know but... yeah it's a cool figure i get it confused with uh chief chirpa a lot mm-hmm. i think because they're both kind of striped uh, i think chief if i'm chirpa? thinking right or is it low gray? I'm sorry, low, low gray. gray. Yeah, there you go. Especially when you see them without their accessories. I don't tell you, Chief Turpa thinks all <laughs> I one color. Yeah, he is. I'm, that was my bad. Low gray, the medicine man. Not Chief. Chief Turpa is a solid gray Ewok, which I get confused with some of the other solid gray Ewoks. <laughs> yeah. At one time, I bought the one Ewok vintage that I already had, thinking it was one that I needed. So I've got the Ewoks a little confused too over the years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, Pruneface has, is on a vintage collection card. Just so you know, there is one released for that as well. Um, let's see. Tebow's also got one. Yep. And it was here recently. Was that a Walmart exclusive or not? Yes. Okay. I think so. And I think it was released at the same time as Leia, the Leia Poncho. Yep. And you know, then, it's weird. Walmart exclusives, you can get them online, but you'd never, ever see them in the store anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, now I did see that that wave. I did see it in the store. Okay. But the recent one, um, the one with the Clone Wars cartoonish versions. Yeah. Of uh, oh, Ayla Secura, Luminar and Dooley, Barasafi, all those. They I have not seen those at Walmart yet. I haven't either. I just saw the ones that I returned to Walmart on the pick. <laughs> you know, I didn't even see mine that I returned. <laughs> But if you want Lo- Lobot or or Lando, you're you're in. You can go grab them yeah. right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've never seen I've never seen a Death Star droid in a store, but it's still available on online, which huh. is kind of strange. So Tebow, uh, I think his axe or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of one of the more common uh, accessories, Ewok accessories. That, that you can still find out there. Um, it's the spears and the bows for the other Ewoks that are 
really hard to come by. That's hard to uh, believe because that's the only, I think that was unique to him, wasn't it? Yeah. But uh, I, I think maybe it's just the, a lot of people don't know who to match it up with. <laughs> um, yeah, Tebow so, Stone Axe was unique to this figure yeah. as well as the Battle Horn. Yeah, and then and he the, also was available on a Power of the Force card. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that here. That, but uh, so he has a coin then. Okay. Yes. All right. So the next one we got is Wicket, Wicket W. Warwick. <laughs> and uh, as you guys said, you don't, you didn't get the Ewoks. And I no. had this one, and I always thought it was cool just because he had such a prominent role in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, this is one, this is one that I found at the flea market in perfect condition with his staff. Uh, yeah, staff. No, a spear. A spear. spear. Yeah, yeah. It was in perfect condition. Looked like a little piece of chocolate. I wanted to eat him up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he looks like he's smiling. He looks happy. Yeah. He's a happy looking figure. And I, I did like a cardinal sin. I actually bought him on a beater card and you sh- I know you don't supposed to take <gasps> vintage figures even off beater cards I took him off the card of course I know Dwayne's done that too I'm mm-hmm. the one that catches grief for that all the time I know <laughs> I did it one now. time I seen you do it with an entire <laughs> oh. run of, of um, droids droids and, yeah oh, now, hold on now <laughs> entire run the myth, the myth is growing <laughs> I saw him open a new case of droid figures and open them up he's <laughs> like every meeting he was bringing in the next one from the line and then opening it at the meeting yeah <laughs> but yeah, i did wicked, it one time wicked's a pretty cool little dude uh I, he may be the smallest him and yoda I, i've never had him side by side but uh Jawa. i don't know which one is actually the smallest uh vintage figure as far as height mm, that's a good and, question and sort of yeah yeah, you're right. The jaw wall without a, a robe on would be would be in that running too, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting thing on on uh, these Return of the Jedi cards, uh, there actually was a carding variation uh, to where uh, on some cards his spear was <clears throat> was packed in on the right side of him, and in others the spear was packed in on the left side. Huh. Uh, and the bubble was actually molded that way too. The, the bubble was molded to the same exact height of, of the figure, but then it had a little extension sticking up uh, on the on the blister bubble for the spear to be fit in there. Uh, I don't know which one is more rare, if there is one. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't say here. You'd and figure that would be also, like two different manufacturing plants. It could be, yeah, yeah. It looks like in the picture they were, there's a little bit of a color difference, too. His... Uh, the painted on uh, part of his fur, his belly, and his face is just either it's just a little bit different color, or it's the color of the blister is like a yellowing blister, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was also available on a, on a uh, Power of the Force card back. Yeah, I was, I'm really hoping I'd have the the book that has all these carded variations mm-hmm. uh, that they're doing. Oh, well, I can't remember the name of the company that's doing it. Have you have Blue you guys milk? seen that? Yeah. No, it's not. Is it's it not Blue, Blue milk? milk. No, Blue Red Milk five. is the one that did Vintage Collection. Yeah, Reed Five. Yes, Reed Five. Reed five. Re- yeah, they're doing it, and uh, I was hoping to have it by now, but phew, looks like it won't be here till like June or July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm still using a uh, 
15 or 20 year old Steve Sansweet book myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, the yep, one I'm looking one. at is the ultimate guide to star Wars action figures, 1977 to 1985 mm. by Mark Belomo. I have that book. That's a good book. <clears throat> yeah. I like it because especially for the play sets and the ships and stuff, it gives you every single piece that came with it. Yeah, Stephanie's a big fan of the of the Ewok, especially Wicket. So I know she wanted she'd like for me to say that on the on the podcast. <laughs> she's she's got a pretty nice good collection going. Yeah. Just curious, does anyone know why he has a middle initial? Nope. I don't. I'm not gonna tell a story or anything, but I just was wondering why he actually has a first and last name and a middle initial. Wicket W. Warwick. Maybe there are other wicked Warwicks out there and they just needed to be able to tell them apart. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. You look him up in the Ewok phone book. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe in the it, past his name was registered and, you know, and to be <laughs> kind of like the movies. Oh, yeah. Copyright. Mm -hmm. They wanted his initials to be WWW because they were ahead of their time. Uh huh. <laughs> he created the internet. That's what it was. Yep, that's what it was. <laughs> oh yeah. So the next figure is. Do you guys consider this to be a power of the force? You know, or last seventeen, or what? Because this this was on a, a Return of the Jedi card, uh, but it was also more often on a Power of the Force card. I think Lumat. I know when I was when I was buying them, they were considered power of the force the last seventeen, I think, if I'm not mistaken, when I was you know, trying to search for them and, and buy them on the eBay. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I only realized later that they were also on Return of the Jedi card backs. Yeah, because this says briefly on the seventy nine mm -hmm. card back. Right. So a transitional card, what we would call now probably. Yeah. Uh, it was at the very, very, very end of the, I think it was card back that included maybe what Anakin Skywalker figure on the back of it. And I don't know, apparently they added two more figures to the card back. Uh, the 79s only had Lumat and Poplu. That's who they added on to the back was the two, yeah. two new Ewok figures. Okay. Yeah, Lumat, of course, had his... Uh, quiver with uh, four painted arrows on it and also a bow which was kind of strange that the bow is like a dark brown mm -hmm. and his quiver and hood are like a dark gray <laughs> yeah right. it yeah. just looks odd because it seems like everybody else's is, is kind of the same for the most part you know close mm -hmm. to it yeah and then his is different so I just thought that was kind of odd I always thought it went with something else. <laughs> yeah. I guess the thinking was that bows are, are made out of wood, which would have to be brown, just like mm -hmm. spears. Spear staffs would be brown. Um, but they decided, which if you look at actual pictures of the character, his hood is not gray of the costume character. <laughs> I'm looking at it. And it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, like a leather brown color, too. Mm-hmm. So this was one of those, maybe the, the factories didn't have a color representation of him or, you know, the designer didn't specify a color, so they just used whatever 
since the figure was gray, they decided to go with a gray hood and a gray quiver mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, and I did not have this one as a kid. This was one I had to find later. Mm -hmm. Pretty Probably sure because I... it came out several several months after after that you know last seventy seven card back wave. Yeah, I think I think actually from here on out now I didn't have any of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Popaloo is uh, also on the seventy nine card, and he's got his bow and. Mm -hmm. His bow is also different. His is a, a brown color versus his cow being, you know, almost white or cream. Yeah. You mean his staff? I'm, he didn't have a, a bow. I meant, uh, a, yeah, I meant his staff. Or kind of a two-pronged two spear. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a frog gig. Uh, what do they call it? <laughs> well, they call it a battle staff, is mm -hmm. what they call it on here. And a cream-colored hood with painted-on feathers and bones. Mm -hmm. Which was, you know, different for the Ewoks because some of them didn't have any. You know, they were solid colored on their, their little hoods and accessories and stuff. But he had had red and black paint, paint apps on his, uh, and white paint apps on his hood. Uh, and his is actually almost screen accurate to, the, to what he actually was wearing. Of course, like... You mentioned he was available on the 79 back Return of the Jedi and then more prominently probably on the uh, Power of the Force with a coin card back. Hey everybody, we didn't get to do the ending of the show with everybody because I had a problem with the recording a little bit. So I'm going to pin this here to the end and talk about our Patreon members without them helping us we could not do this podcast so thank you all for helping out and you should have your patreon rewards in your hands and as you listen to this if not please contact us and let us know make sure um, there are a few of you that I, I will hand them to you personally and you know who you are but uh, the others that don't live close to me or or anyway contact me and uh, let me know if you got them or whether or not you didn't and if you would like to become a patreon member you can go to www.patreon.com slash the star wars collector sign up for as little as a dollar or go all the way up to jedi master and if you sign up for the jedi master you could actually be on the podcast so keep that in mind also we have uh, our cards and of course if you sign up now I do keep track of who gets what cards and I'll make sure that you start from the beginning and you won't miss any of the cards you'll just be behind everybody else as far as like the number of months and stuff but uh, you'll, you'll eventually get them all uh, also if you're not on Facebook or if you're not on, on our Facebook page, go give us a like on facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Just search for the Star Wars Collector Podcast group, and you should find it. iTunes reviews. We'd love to have some more iTunes reviews. It moves us up in the list, so then that way more people can see us or you know, listen to us, actually. <laughs> you can see the podcast there, but listen to it. Uh, we have a Discord, 
uh, just go to the Facebook page. We have a pinned post there that has all the details for that and also other ways to listen to us. Also, send us an email, tswcpodcast at gmail.com. Send us all your Ask Bo questions. And we're on Twitter, at TSWCPodcast. And our Facebook shout-out will go to Scott Cochran. Thank you for listening. And we thank everybody for listening. And we'll be back with uh, another podcast soon with some stuff from ICCC. We've got some interviews and some other items, just uh, whatever we want to talk about as far as that's concerned. Of course... I was the only one that went out of this podcast. Carl couldn't make it. So we'll talk to you later.